This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. may recall recently we did talk about the situation with will smith chris rock and the oscars and the incident where will smith walked up onto the stage and slapped chris rock because chris rock told a joke that involved will smith's wife and there's a whole segment that i recorded about that feel free to go back and listen to it today what i want to talk about is kind of like the postscript maybe some reflections on what has happened since that recording and what has happened is that the academy decided what sanction they were going to impose against will smith and just so you remember will smith on his own chose to not return to the academy to let his membership go And I don't think he said for how long a period of time. However, he did sort of drop out of the academy for a period of time. Well, the academy met and they decided that they actually were going to sanction him from being a part of the academy for a period of 10 years. Now, 10 years is a very long period of time. And I think that in selecting a 10-year period, they're making a very strong statement that they really don't stand behind this type of behavior that occurred at the academy. So they want other people to think about it in advance. So there is not just a slap on the wrist. This is a very large sanction in that sense. On the other hand, they didn't cut his throat by saying, we also are not going to allow you to win awards. He can still win awards for his acting and in his acting career. Now, de facto, whether he will win them or not, or whether people will feel that they want to take risks or not, we don't know. Who knows? I would say that Will Smith is a very talented actor and has been producing excellent work for many, 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 many years. And I really hope that he continues and that he moves forward. And I hope that he goes on to win additional awards in the future. So I don't think that this has to be the end by any means, and I hope it is not the end in his case. I hope that this will be an opportunity for him to do a reset. So when I say a reset, there are several things that I think may be important in the reset, and this is relevant for anyone who's in a position of leadership, and you do something that is not really becoming of your role, your position, and the visibility that you have in the marketplace, think about these same resets that might apply to you. Number one, I think it's important for Will Smith to acknowledge his part in what happened. It's easy to point the finger. It's easy to blame other people or to talk about what they did. However, he has a part in the crisis, and I think it's going to be important for him to acknowledge his part, which he's already done a good part of that and issued different apologies to people. I think that that's paramount and that's key, that he stay in that position of taking responsibility and acknowledging his part in the crisis. 
Number two, I think it's important that he also make amends. I don't know what those amends might look like in his case or what might be necessary. But let's say, for example, Chris Rock had to go to the doctor and had his face checked out or whatever. In Will Smith's position, I would offer to pay for those doctor's visits and whatever else may come out of that. So amends in that sense, whoever he needs to apologize to, the people who were putting on the production, those people who were his fellow honorees, and so on. There was a lot that happened. So making amends definitely is important in whatever that is. Number three, it's important that he forgive himself. Sometimes when incidents like this happen, we can put ourselves in a penalty box that we don't let ourselves out of. And again, I think in our society, we have to remember no one is perfect. All of us make mistakes sometimes. And some of us sometimes make mistakes that are egregious or that are very public or that cause harm to others. So even when that occurs, I do believe that you have to forgive yourself and find your next pathway forward, which gets to step number four, which is move forward and do great things from here on out. Last time I talked about the importance of elevating your character to the position that you have and to the doors that God has opened. So he's learned some things about where he might need to do some work and moving out of the position of pride, getting into a place of humility and bringing those people around him like Denzel Washington and others who were his mentors, listening to them so that he uses this as a learning opportunity. It's not wasted. If you learn something and you do something different and move forward in a different way, he has the opportunity to move forward in such a way. These could be even still the greatest years of his career. So I want him to think about it that way for himself and not take himself out of the running, not take himself off the map. And sometimes if you don't forgive yourself or you don't do these other steps I'm talking about, You'll be like that high-powered jet or airplane that's got a headwind instead of a tailwind. And so I would encourage him to, to move in all of these directions so he's unfettered and can take off and contribute at the same high level where he contributed before. And that's the same in business and in the workplace. If you make a mistake at work, if you are embroiled in a conflict that goes far beyond where it should be, follow the same procedures we're talking about here and make amends and do greater things the next day after all of those things have happened. You don't have to be taken out of the running. Don't take yourself out of the running, no matter what does happen. I've been talking about the things that Will Smith could do going forward from this incident. And I want to take a moment to go back a little bit and remind you that when the incident occurred and Chris Rock told the joke that he told, Will Smith's initial reaction was to laugh until he looked at his wife and saw that she wasn't too happy about what was being said. And then very quickly, he changed his face, changed his emotion. And that's when you saw him move up to the stage and act in the way that he did. Now, we have to remember that the preparation for scenarios and events like this, that preparation occurs long before we get into the event. 
So going forward, one of the things that's going to be really important for Will Smith to think about, and also for you to think about as a ministry marketplace leader is, what is the spiritual food that you are feeding yourself every day so that you are prepared and that you're in the right frame of mind, filled with the spirit of God before you even start your day? And I just want to remind you that the fruit of the spirit includes a lot of different characteristics, love, joy, peace, long-suffering. That's being able to tolerate a lot of difficult things coming from other people. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are all the fruit of the Spirit. And when we think about Jesus when he was in situations like this, he was able to respond to the devil and the temptation after the 40 days in the wilderness and fasting and so on and so forth, because he had already hidden the word of God in his heart. It was already there. He didn't have to go reach for it and find it in the moment because whatever you have fed yourself, God has already promised that his spirit will bring it back to remembrance. So part of Will Smith's plan, I believe, is to have a going forward plan where every day he is meditating on the words of God in such a way that he's building his spiritual strength. That way, when a moment like this comes again in the future, that word is top of mind. It's right there. Not just the worldly response, but God's response. And here are a couple of questions you can ask yourself. He can ask himself these questions in the future. You can ask yourself these questions. You can pause and say, what would glorify God in this situation? What would glorify God in this situation? Because you always have to remember, you are an ambassador. You're an ambassador from the country that you really come from, which is a heavenly realm. You belong to God's realm, and you're just down here representing your country. So you want to always say, what's going to glorify the leader of my country, which is God, in this situation? So that's number one. And number two, that list of the fruit of the Spirit I just read, how can I show the fruit of the Spirit in this moment? Our whole objective is to reflect the glory, the light, and the love of Jesus Christ, of God. So in every moment, even a difficult moment, ask, how can I show the fruit of the Spirit in this moment? So we've been talking a lot about what Will Smith could do and a little bit about what you can do as a marketplace ministry leader when faced with these difficulties in the workplace. So I want to come back to you as a marketplace ministry leader. What might you do that's equivalent to like slapping someone in the face? Sometimes you might publicly embarrass one of your employees. You might say something that's really unpleasant, unkind. You might yell at them. You might scream at them. You might call them a name, or you might say something negative about their character. And when you do something like this, you, of course, will be stepping out of your normal character as well. And so these same four strategies that I mentioned for Will Smith will also apply to you. Again, none of us are going to be perfect 100% of the time. And if we attempt to be perfect in the workplace, 
that's going to be a lot of stress. We should certainly strive to do our best. We should show up with that spirit of God every day. That's the objective. And when you fall off the wagon and are not really your best self, remember that you too want to acknowledge your part and what happened and how you may have harmed someone, their reputation, harmed their feelings, harmed their sense of self-worth in the workplace by what you said or what you did. So make sure that you acknowledge your part in it. Even if they did something that you consider provocative, you're still responsible for how you respond. So own your part. Secondly, make amends. Don't just let it blow over and think, oh, well, time will heal this wound. Time doesn't heal all wounds. You need to go and talk to that person and you need to apologize. And if it was done publicly, you may need to make a public apology so that other people understand that your behavior was not the right behavior. And that way you're informing your organization not to do these kinds of things either. Yes, I did that. I was wrong. And if I was doing it again, here's what I would do instead. And I'm not only apologizing to this person for that outburst, I'm apologizing to all of you who heard me say those things. So you're now teaching the organization, modeling for them by the way you choose to do this. And then, of course, as I said with Will Smith, forgive yourself for what you've done. Wipe the slate clean, start over with the new day and show up powerfully from that day forward, bringing glory to God, operating in the fruit of the spirit, in your relationships with others and what you do. And you will find that when you are walking in humility, when you're willing to apologize, when you're willing to say you were wrong, and when you're willing to forgive yourself, you're also now showing other people what's possible. And they too can begin to admit their mistakes when they're wrong and see that it takes a bigger person to truly show that kind of strength, that kind of meekness, which is hardly weakness. That's the strongest strength that there is. So not only are you doing the right thing, you're modeling for others what it looks like, and they know they can do it too. So as we close the segment today, I want to read out of Colossians, the third chapter, starting with verse 12. And this is all about this kind of an attitude that we've been talking to that's couched in forgiveness. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And we know that God's 
perfect love cast out all fear. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.